There was no pain when the knife slipped between Luke's ribs, just a sharp pressure. Only when his assailant moved away, extracting the blade, did the agony hit. Luke felt warm wetness on his right side, and his knees folded like a broken toy. The cobbles rushed up to meet his face. More pain, more blood, and Errant thought that he'd broken his nose. A definite loss when he traded on his looks. Someone rolled him onto his back. Hands roamed his body, removed his pocket watch, handkerchief, the small hoard of coins inside his waistcoat. He opened his mouth to protest, but only a shallow groan emerged. His arms would not obey him. His fingers impotently rubbed the wet stone of the street. I thought you said you were a tough, a voice said above him. Scott Pickens for that. There's a gold-handled cane and a good hat. That's worth something. Get the coat, if you didn't muck it up. Boots look fine. A second voice, accompanied by a tugging on his carefully shined hessians, seemed to echo from a distance. Luke was jerked to a sitting position. The pain intensified. His blurry vision faded to black, but he could still hear the heavy breathing as a man struggled to remove his tight-fitting coat and waistcoat. When his shoulders were released, his head fell back and hit the street with a force that made the lights dance before his darkened eyes. Into the river, then, the first voice said. Powerless to resist, Luke was hauled along the cobbles like a sack of refuse. There was a strange moment of suspension, and then cold water closed over his head. The shock roused him back to full consciousness, and he managed to move his legs enough to force his head above the lapping water. So this is death, he thought. And for so little, some well-worn clothing, a few coins, and a decent pair of boots. If the Tufts had waited a few more weeks, they might have made a better haul. His one regret was that he had nothing but regrets. Dying was easier than living. Luke let the water take him.